Yo, yo, and welcome to episode 37 of the Generation Gamers Podcast. Can you believe it, Ben? We made it to 37. I can't. Who would have thought? Sean, that's for you. Anyway, (laughs) this is a podcast where we learn that sleep is not as important as gaming and podcasting with your friend. Truth. So instead of sleeping today, because I'm starting nights tonight, so instead of taking my nap like I would in the afternoon, which sometimes works, sometimes doesn't, instead Ben came over, we played some games, we're drinking some amazing beer uh, from Goose Island. Goose Island, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I've enjoyed everything I've had from Goose Island, although I've only had a few. Well, everyone said they kind of went downhill. Like I think they got bought out by somebody, but this beer is phenomenal yeah, every year. But like their IPA is pretty good. Uh, I drink I've drank that a bit when I was up in Chicago for that one trip a few years ago. And oh yeah, they have another one of theirs I actually remember enjoying a bit, but I don't remember the what it 312 is. Three one two pale. Yes, I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, that one that one's pretty good too. Okay, so today Ben came over. Recorded the show this morning, Ben came over, we played some games, uh, and I started to tell you the story earlier, Ben, but I, I didn't, so I'm going to tell it here because I want to make sure I tell you this. So, we were talking about what I did today, and we talked about some stupid stuff, but I went to a retro game store today. Okay. And it's not going to get the name of it because I have one negative thing to say about this store. Oh. Overall, the experience was great, but I didn't buy anything from them because they're too overpriced. And now, their common stuff probably isn't. There's stuff that's like up on the wall that you can just reach up and grab. Yeah, that most of that's not not too overpriced, if any. Um, they did have a handful of Famicom games that oh, I really? that I looked through, but the ones that I found that I thought looked like they might not be ones I could get a hold of in American, American yeah. in English. We yeah. speak American. Yeah, we do America. Uh, but the, those ones, it looked like there was too much like talking in them, and I'm not gonna get a Japanese game of talking. No. Right, like there's no point. But I almost did pick up one, and I, it's only seventeen dollars, and I it? will never play it. But it was too cool. Okay, have you heard of Man- uh, Maniac Mansion? Yeah. Okay, they had the Famicom Maniac Mansion, seventeen dollars. Now here's the deal: Maniac Mansion's a game where you walk around, you talk. Like the, it is a point and click talk react. And I say react. Pick the next thing to say in the conversation. Right, game, and it's in Japanese. Right, I doubt there's a translation button, but here's the thing. So one, the Famicom games look kind of cool, right? Just because have you seen one? I think so. Let me. You literally is pulling a Famicom game out from behind him, which is impressive. Yeah, well, this is the whole reason I went down there today was because of this. So, so they they look a little bit different than the NES games, right? Okay. They're shaped very different, a little bit different on the bottom. They use a 60 pin instead of a 72 pin. Um, and that is in that along with in the in the front loading NES, not the top loader, but the front loading actually has also has a chip in there that says "screw you, um, you can't play this game." So this is a can you just pull the chip? Oh. Uh, you can, you can. This is a Famicom game. So that right there is Kid Dracula. Holy and, shit, that's Kid Dracula. Yeah, and this is YY World Two. All right, Kid Dracula looks ridiculous. Yeah. Well, here's a Super Famicom game. What? You can see how that looks a little bit different than the you regular did. You one. showed me this earlier, and it didn't It didn't look as different as these do. These look a lot different. Yeah. Are they all black like that? Um, I mean, once you once you go black, you don't go back. God damn it, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, yeah, they are. Well, except for, well, I mean, I'm sure there's like certain ones that aren't, but here's the thing is, so, um, uh, Maniac Mansion, it, it is full NES cartridge size. I think it's white and it has this piece that like slides over the bottom that makes it like, like a cover that went over like where the uh, pins and everything are yep. and it was rounded and it was just super cool looking. That is cool. Yeah. And I, and like, so the guy is working there and here, here's the thing about this particular uh, retro game store. It, it's not run by the owner. Mm. It's run by a guy who likes video. I, I say run. The kid who is working is a kid who likes video games. Probably. Um, I don't think he's a huge retro gamer. I think he says he plays some while he's there every once in a while, but like, I don't think that's like his big thing. Yeah. And maybe it is. It didn't come. He didn't come across as knowledgeable about the intricacies as I would expect a retro game owner to be. Yeah. Right. Uh, but he was a good guy. He was a good kid. And I went in there because my adapter, which have I shown you the adapter? I don't I think this so. Is so this is the adapter. And we're having a whole show and tell session. Yeah. We're having a show. I know with an audio podcast. So this is the adapter right here. Right. And if you see like, and they actually, the piece that's in here, you can actually find in certain old NES games because they didn't have enough of the boards made for the for the American one. So they made these adapters really quick and then they could just put the, the Famicom one in it and and then the, the adapter would be what you would see and then inside of those adapter with the Famicom game plugged into the adapter inside. And so if you have the right game, you can take it out and you can have a an adapter. And it also bypasses the region lock chip because that's part of that adapter. Now this oh, one, this one must not. This is actually made by Hyperkins, who makes the Retron Five, okay, and yeah. all that stuff. And so this one must not, because when I put it in my front loader, it doesn't work. Oh. And so I was like, I need to go up there. I need to test this out. I need to test all these games out, right? So he had a Retro Trio out. Um, I put these in. They worked great. And the kid seemed surprised, which is kind of funny, <laughs> right? He was like, oh, wow, well, that's amazing. And then I put the, the Super Famicom game in there, which he didn't think a Super Famicom game would work in the Trio 3, but it worked just fine. Really? And so, yeah, so I played it for a minute. Um, so when I buy this this old school classic HD2 or whatever, I think it's what it's called, when I might pick that up today, um, I should be able to play all this stuff. But I tested it out and then I looked around. But yeah, that Maniac Mansion. Oh, dude, it looked cool. But then I was looking at like the the games that are behind the glass, you know. Oh yeah. And like they were way overpriced on those. Mm. Like they had Contra, which I just bought for thirty five. You can get it on eBay and stuff for thirty probably. Okay. They had it for like sixty five. Holy crap! Yeah, and I don't know that everything's that dramatically overpriced there, but, but that was man. Um, but. I got to test all this stuff out and it worked and I played like, I don't know, two minutes of Kid Dracula, which I can't wait to, to play for, for Return to Retro Plays. Like I'm super excited about that one and YY World 2. Here's the problem though, right? So with YY World 2, you, you get to pick these different characters from different Konami games. Yeah. Um, but when you do that, because I got to the character pick screen, you had it, it would show three characters, which I assume were maybe like the three different parts of the game, okay. but it would have who they are written next to them in Japanese. And you couldn't necessarily tell from the picture who they were. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so... You know, um, like, find their moves. They're using a whip, you know, Castlevania. Yeah, but see, and well, yeah, because Simon Belmont is one of the characters you can be. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how any of this stuff works, right? Oh, okay. So, So I picked the first one, and I was basically playing as, like, this Mega Man character. And, I mean, he could shoot forward and back and jump. So, basically, Mega Man, yeah. right, I couldn't shoot up. Except for when he jumped, his arm didn't go up, which is... Have you seen that Mega Man when Mega Man jumps, his arm goes straight up, but he can't shoot up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so I went to that store. It was cool. Like what they had was okay. They had a number of like box Sega games. Um, they did not have the six pack that I want so bad. That's too bad. It is too bad. Have you ever seen? I think it was a Famicom. It might have been a Super Famicom game. Was it Mother Two? I Mother Two is the current Earthbound. Okay, so then Mother Three is the one that never came out. Mother Three is the one that people yell about, and people have strong reason to believe it will come out for the Switch at some point. Really? I think maybe Reggie made some kind of comment about how we've heard what people are saying and we're doing something. Like, I don't know. It was People it was would cryptic. lose their fucking mind if that came out. Oh, yeah. Because you can get, like, fan-translated versions. Oh, yeah. And a game they call, like... Um, so the first Mother game, which Earthbound Beginnings, I think, is what they call in the U.S. Okay. Uh, you can get that, I think, on the Wii U Virtual Console or some shit. Huh. Um, I've never played it. Now, I have Earthbound uh, um, digitally in two, two locations. It's on the Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah. And I have it on my 3DS. And the reason I was asking, I was wondering how much that retailed for, like the Japanese version, because you could technically play that now with this. Um, I would assume. Oh, well, let's, uh, uh-huh. let's do, we'll do some searching while we're talking here. And I, was just I know that... If you were to get Earthbound, so yeah. here's the thing: Do you know the whole thing behind Earthbound? I mean, didn't like it not sell well, so they didn't make a lot. It, it didn't, but also they're like this song or this song, like this game is going to be way too hard for Americans. Really? So yeah, well that's the whole reason we didn't get Mar- the proper Mario two, and we uh-huh. got Super Mario two, which is actually a game called Doki Doki Tori or Doki Tori. Doki Doki, something like that. I don't remember now. I Wait. want it. I, I want the Japanese one. It's it's so basically the original Mario two. I think it's Doki Doki Tori is the name of the game, and it was like a mother, a dad, and two kids, and they just reskinned it to make it all Mario related stuff. Huh? Yeah. Um, what a weird thing. Yeah. So so it, same thing with the with the um, uh, with with Earthbound, and it came with like a giant guide to help you through the game. And I don't know what all's in it. I've never seen one. Um, but now if you get like new in box, like if you get like a complete in box, it can cost up to like 800 bucks. It'll cost you like $180 like loose. I've heard the, the games are expensive, but I didn't know if the Japanese version was more expensive or not. I'm not a retro game collector by any, any stretch of the imagination. I do. I probably have a stack of like 30 Xbox one games right now. Yeah, I was just pulling them out of my drawers the other day to put them on my new TV console. I'm like, uh, man, that's a lot of money I spent. Yeah, yeah. So you can get Mother Three on a Game Boy Advance cartridge, English custom. Like, I guess someone put it on a on a Game Boy Three or Game Boy, a Super Game Boy uh, or um, Game Boy Advance cartridge for like 15 bucks. That's not bad. Um. It has to be fake, right? Like, it's, I don't, I don't think they ever released that. You know, they they couldn't have. People wouldn't be flipping it like they are now. Yeah. Um, but I don't see anyone selling the Famicom version. Maybe I don't know the name of it. Mm. Yeah, you probably have to search. Used Game Boy Micro System Mother Three Deluxe Box Edition. What the hell is that? It sounds like a scam. Oh, it's now. a Japanese Game Boy that must have had Mother Three on it. Really? I guess that's cool looking. It's $314, but hey, <laughs> it has free shipping. Hey, that, that makes a big difference when you're shipping it across, like, from overseas. Uh, yeah, all these are from Japan. You know what's crazy, though? Like, 
so the so I so I've ordered four Japanese games, and okay. these three all came really quick. Uh, I'm still waiting on one, but I ordered it like a week after the rest of them. I ordered Clue Clue Land, which the American version is like twenty five dollars, and the Famicom version I think I paid five, nice or four fifty or something like that. Yeah, that's the only reason. And there's and you don't not worry like reading and stuff on that game. Okay, that's good. But it's all coming super quick, and the shipping hasn't been bad. Go figure. I know, man. But now that I know everything works, uh, I probably need to hold off a little bit on some of my crazy eBaying. Although I'm about to start the night shift for five straight nights. And so, you know, in the middle of the night, that's when I'm going to be looking for the deals. Because that's when you get them. Like the in games, the middle of the night? Yeah. So it's like games that are expiring at midnight or like two or three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because people aren't sitting there just like watching those one trying to snag the good deal. Yeah. And then games that people list... Uh, if you catch them, like if you look under um, newly listed for the buy it now, okay, uh, ones that are listed in the middle of the night because you're the first person looking at them, and if someone happens to list something for cheap or or does like a uh, uh, best offer on it, like that's your best chance to get a good deal on these things. Nice. And so I haven't, I haven't been, I have a problem. <laughs> I, have a, I have a sickness, Ben. John, you don't have a problem, man. You have a good job. You have a storage now. Buy all you want. Don't That's feel true. guilty. That's true. It's not something silly like, you know, leggings. <laughs> oh, my wife would stop feeding you if she heard you say that. Please don't tell her that. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What makes it hard for me is that it's almost Christmas time. Okay. Now, and I know I'm not getting any of this stuff for Christmas. Like, I have verified I am not getting a clone console for... I talked to my wife, like, look, no one's getting me this, right? She's like, no, no one's getting anything like that. I'm like, okay. Uh, and it's not that I'm not spending plenty of money on my wife for this time period, right? And I'm still torn. I don't know if... I, I, there's a decent chance I'm not going to do the whole, like, year subscription of that game box thing, which I think you've been the one telling me not to do it. It's, it's, ah, maybe there's a good chance. I, I got to do one every once in a while, but... Um, but, but what, what, what's getting hard is like trying to go to the stores and find something new and exciting that I wouldn't have thought about. You know, John, if I wanted to open a box and see what I got in it, I could play blackjack and I'd you know lose my money that way. Yeah, but it's a surprise. They turn the cards over and they take my money. Whoa. Yes, but you don't get anything in return. I, I can get more money, which I mean, you, maybe. Get more, you get more expensive games. I know maybe you get a game that's worth it. Maybe you don't. That's true. That's true. Are you going to go garage selling with me when the when the time comes? Absolutely. Uh, we leave the wife with the kids. Yeah. She wants to go garage selling too. The kids are just going to have to suck it up. I'm going to have to find them like Transformers at different stops. That's where you just like, leave them like, in the car with an iPad. Be like, here you go. Yeah, but I, I think to make it worth it, this is what Josh Stapleton does, I think, is like he also looks for like little toys and stuff that they'll also enjoy that are cheap and whatever. So, all right. Shotgun. So I'm calling shotgun now. I, <laughs> you can be the cameraman. I don't know what you're talking about. Um. So okay. So when I had you come over, I was like, we're gonna play some games. I didn't tell you what the games were. I just told you it was couch competitive games. I know. I was stoked. It sounded like fun. Yeah. And it was two games I had only played for a few minutes each. Um. And if you watch the Return to Retro Plays, which will be on the Forget Being Cool YouTube channel, if you don't subscribe to that, there's like one video there right now. We have one subscriber. Subscriber, He happens to be sitting across my computer from me right this second. 
supposedly Dave is going to be putting the art up for this thing, but we're moving everything over there. I've I, what the, now the names and everything are changed and, but you know, to protect the innocent. Um, so, so go over there, go over there and check out, like I'm doing my return to Russia, uh, the weekend after this airs. So this next coming up weekend will be these two games. So you can kind of see a little bit of them. Now here's what we played. So my first game I popped in was spy versus spy for the NES. Oh Yeah. Initial thoughts. When you saw that pop up, initial thoughts. Uh, questionable. How does this work? What are we doing? I heard you complain once about it, I think, on one of the shows. Like, you didn't know how to play it. You had no instruction book. Yeah. Well, I mean, think think about it. Had I not told you how to play it, what would you have done? N- nothing. I would have walked around and be like, this is stupid. Now, okay. Now, so here's here's one thing. So when you start this game, if, if you're playing multiplayer, or the, the general basis of the game as you see it is one of you is the white spy, one of you is the black spy. Something that would not be allowed in the current video game. Not at all. And um, you know you're walking around in rooms. And that you could walk up to something and move it and maybe get something, maybe get blown up. Right? And that's all you know initially. Now, but whenever you start the game and you're picking the, the, the game mode, it tells you up there what you need. You need the money, the plane ticket, the key the papers and the briefcase to get like, it says it up on the screen before you start. Now you might not like you might glaze over that. Yeah. But you have a little bit of an indication, but like if I wouldn't have found the briefcase, I or if you wouldn't have told me about the briefcase, I would like pick the money. And then like I put the money down. I'm like, all right, the hell's going on here. (laughs) Like you're dying. You don't know where stuff's going. Yeah, so so depending on what level you put it on, there's a different number of rooms. And as we found out, when you put it on the harder level, there's actually upstairs and downstairs. Which is crazy. Yeah, well, and here's the thing with that level is it was a maze. And it almost went in a single twisty line. Like, to get to, get to the middle section from where you started, you had to go all the way around, upstairs, all the way around, downstairs, and then you could go through the line, right? Yeah. I don't know what it's like on the even hard. And we were playing on like level seven of 10, I think on the last one we played. That's nuts. Yeah. And we started with two and level two, there's like six rooms. Yeah. And they went in like a rectangle. Um, you're trying to find the four items and the briefcase and then exit the door that has the airplane on it. Now you can only carry one item at a time unless you have the briefcase in which you can carry as many as you want. When you pick up an item, if it's in your hand, you put it back in whatever it is that you look into and you can lay traps, which are bombs, springs, acid. And I don't know what that last one was. It was like a circle thing. I never used it. Did you ever try it? Nope. Um, and if you or the other person checks an area that has a bomb in it, which is no indication that there's a bomb there, then you explode, you die, you lose whatever items you were carrying on you to some undisclosed location half the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have to wait what 15 seconds yeah it was a decent amount of time and then your clock goes down 30 seconds i think because you have to do it by the time your clock runs out yeah um and then you come back and you go on or and you can also fight each other and whoever wins the fight so okay so i i explained to you how things worked and we started oh yeah i I like to hear like what was going through your mind starting this one so initially you know i was walking around the little room and i'm like man i have no idea like i was and so you start in the room, and I opened the painting, and I opened the door. I started walking around. I didn't understand how to put something in there until I pulled out a bomb, and I hid something, and it went away. And your guy, like, I think you said, like, oh, he chuckles when you lay a trap. Yes, so, yes, and that's hilarious. Yeah, so that's when I knew I was doing it right. I'm like, okay, so I'm laying traps. And then 
I think I died from one of your traps. I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, you need to put this, like, where you think he's coming. And then we ran into each other. And we fought once. And I think I killed you. Yeah, well, you had the knife. Yeah, most of the time. You <laughs> you found the knife. And that, that might have single-handedly changed the fate of that first game. It did, yeah. Because I could not do anything against you in a fight. <laughs> so, uh, but then you found the briefcase. And mm-hmm. I was chasing you around. Well, then I hid it somewhere and I trapped both the doors. Yeah. And then just stood there. (laughs) So that's the thing is like the doors, right? So you you walk up to a door and you have to open the door and you can walk through it. And you can shut the door and put a trap on it. Like the acid's the only trap that you can use for doors. And so I just trapped both doors that had the briefcase in it. And basically my goal was have you go in, get the briefcase, die... Or have your items and die and let me pick up the, whatever it was. I needed to be able to get you and the items in the same location. Have you die, grab them, and get the hell out of there. Yeah. It did not work. I want to say eventually I tried to like trap the, the both the doors going into the room that has the airplane door in it. Yep. And somehow you went right through it and the trap didn't trigger. And I don't know what I did wrong. No. Maybe you can only set one at a time. Who knows? Maybe or one of each. That could be it. We never really tested that theory. I, what I need to do next time I play, I need to set acid on each door and then go back to the first door I set it on and see if it still gets me. Yeah. Yeah, man, it was a blast. Oh, dude, we were laughing our asses off as we played that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was good. But I think that's one of the games, like, if you and a friend, like, were playing that, because it's random where they put the items and everything every time. Oh, there yeah. There was uh, huge levels uh, we played at the end, the second level we played. So, I mean... Yeah, you have like a pair of eight-year-olds playing that. Oh Jesus, that could last forever. Yeah, well, and that the the second level we played, like the room that had the briefcase, we finally found it with like what a minute and a half left in the game. It was a fifteen-minute game, mind you, and we weren't even really killing each other much, and we were dying from random traps, but we weren't really going after each other. No, just setting random traps, and <laughs> and that was the second farthest away room from where we started. Yeah. was where the briefcase was. And I eventually, your time ran out because you died more than I did on that one. And I had the briefcase and all but one item and I did not know where that last item was. And, my, and then I blew up with like 32 seconds left or something and then just, I was done. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> um, yeah, what a cool game. Yeah, well, did you, did you ever read Mad Magazine? No. Oh, see, that's what drew me to that game back in the day. Is I used to read Mad Magazine, which apparently has been around since like the 70s. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know that it's still around today or not, but Alfred E. Newman was the, the character. Did you ever play um, the Mad uh, board game? No. Dude, I need to get that and play it with like you and Amy and some other like a, adults, right? Because it's, so imagine, I want to say like imagine Monopoly, but backwards. Like the goal is to lose all your money first. And yeah, it's bizarre. That sounds weird. It's a fun game. I, hadn't, I actually hadn't thought about it in years. We used to have it when I was a kid. It is such a fun game. <laughs> but the magazine always had the spy versus spy stuff in it. And then it always had like like the different comics and stuff through it. And the very back page, you like fold it in like thirds and it would make a different picture and stuff. I love that magazine. And then there was Cracked. And ooh, that, that magazine crossed some lines. Really? Yeah. Go figure. Okay. So we played that. So I got that one out. And I snuck in the next one. I turned it on, and it was super dodgeball. And what was your thought there? I had no idea what to expect. 
Yeah, that was a. Uh, I mean, I'm like dodgeball. Okay, that could be fun. But how are we going to play it on NES? Like, you have two buttons and a directional pad. Like, how is this going to work? Yeah. And you broke it down. Like, you know, you gave me the instructions and all that. Yeah. But you know, until we started playing, I'm like, man, there's a lot going on here. Like, you can jump, you can duck. You know, like you're hitting A and B at the same time. You're double tapping to run, which, I mean, was really. I mean, they made great use of that controller. Yeah. Oh no, they definitely did. And well, and that's the thing with like. I mean, if you look back to like Double Dragon 2, right? Yeah. you had punch left was B, punch right was A, which is kind of stupid to be honest, right? Um, and then do like this jump kick move, it was A and B together. Like you had to be able to use both buttons. So this game here, so the controls, right? So, so you moved left and right, up and down, or wrong, yep. and you had three guys that were in the playing field on your side. And then outside the playing field on the other side, you had three guys that you could pass to and they could actually throw it, which was really weird. Yeah. The only guys whose health you had to worry about were the three guys inside your, your field. So you could run by double tapping the direction. You could jump with one button. No, you jump by hitting both buttons together. You could pass with one button to another player. You could throw with one button. And then there was like the super things where you'd start at one end, run to the other, and then throw at somebody. And like it, one of the ones you did like split the ball into three. <laughs> a lot of them made like this like whizzy whirly sound. Okay, when I say it split the ball into three, I'm still not sure that wasn't like a glitch somewhere. I couldn't tell you. It did. It did it multiple times. <laughs> it did. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it do that. Uh, you could like run and jump and then throw a special throw. All these things. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, um, and one thing I was telling you about is if you play the championship mode with the one-player championship mode, you have to be Team USA. You and, and if you make it to the end, you play Russia. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's... Now keep in mind, this game came out in the '80s. Oh yeah, Cold War. Yes. So, <sighs> how amazing is that? That's cool. Um, you should get an old hockey game. I bet you there's I like, need Blades of Steel is what I need. Yeah, USA versus Russia sort of thing. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know if there is one of those. I mean, there is ice hockey, but the be- the best ice hockey game on the NES is Blades of Steel. Oh, okay. Uh, I have that on the, on the Wii U. Really? I, need to, I need to get the actual cartridge at some yeah. point. It's pretty cheap. <clears throat> okay, so give me your thoughts on this. Get, I want to hear, first time you play, now granted, I'd only played the game for 15 more minutes than you ever have, right? Yeah. So nothing uh, special, but... So while we were learning it, I was trying to figure out how we could like, you know, tactically move the ball around and what you could do. And I think when I figured out how to jump, that really made a difference in like dodging. Yeah, because like ducking duck. is important. Yeah, but I mean, you know, once we got it down, we were playing like smoothly. It was a fucking lot of fun. Like it was bizarre how much fun we were having. And the first match we played, I was Russia. And you were Kenya, which Kenya is terrible. Yeah, which <laughs> in the game, Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're now the one like saying, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Team Kenya's dodgeball character. <laughs> yeah, uh, they also man. might probably have a really bad sled team. Like, oh man, poor bobsled team. Yeah, bobsled team. Um, that's a good what? cool runnings reference. You don't get those very often. Not, not enough. Not enough. Uh, John Candy, rest in peace. Um, so. Here's the thing, though, is so we picked the teams and I'd only ever played like the champion thing playing as Team USA, you know, for the little bit that I played. Yeah. And instantly, like you have the option to switch where your members are. The three inside, the three outside, switch them around. But I'm like, we're not dealing with that right now. Like that takes too much time and I don't know anything about it. 
Um, so we, so we just kind of went with the norm and your people's health, like your three guys, I'll tell you who it is. I'll tell you which one you are at the time. Cause it'll put your like what one P or two P next to it or whatever. Right. Yep. Um, and <laughs> like, it was obvious that team Russia was a lot more of a beast than team Kenya stacked final boss. What yes. else? Yeah. So, so you had like all three guys had health that was pretty high up and my guys like staggered health, like low down. Um, I don't know if there was a huge difference in the throwing power, but you did get me with some 20s. Oh, yeah. No, that one, I guess I had 26 that one time. Yeah. Slow moving. And I don't think we knew that you could, like, you couldn't catch that one. So well, I but, but I had caught special ones before. Yeah. But I don't know. So, yeah. So when you hit the other player, it, it'll give how much damage. And if you just pay the guy normal, it'll be three to five, maybe 10 if you got a good shot on the right, with the right thrower. Yeah. Are you the you, Norwegians? Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. But if you throw with the special one, you could get 15, 20, 30. I think 26 was maybe the highest we saw. Yeah. Uh, and if you hit them right with one of those, they'll go flying off the field. And one of them, I swear, it flew off one side and came wrapping around the other. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, it felt very lopsided. When yeah. it was Kenya against against Russia. Yeah. Now, the second game. Well, we, we, we tried the other mode in between. Yeah, the beanbag? Bean, bean ball. Bean ball. That was yeah. it. Yeah, so it's it's an all for one. You just try to hit everyone you can. Um, that one wasn't that great. No, no, I didn't see it a lot. Now, that in VR. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to have something that would actually hit you. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. Like, yeah. like you had to set a second person with a pillow. Yeah. Just whop you in the side yeah, of your VR face. Like a TV. Oh man, oh, I caught it. No. Just like a little electric shock, like knocks you on your ass. Yep. Oh god, that'd be dangerous and amazing. It would. Um, but then we played again, and I chose Greenland, Switzerland, Sweden. It was Swe- like Sweden or Norway. It was one of those like. Okay, Nordic. it, it would have been Switzerland or Sweden then. Yeah, Vikings. Yeah, yeah, and you chose China. Yeah. So China was worse than Kenya. Yeah. And Sweden apparently has the beefiest team I've ever seen. Like, Craziness. Like, <laughs> we thought the Russians had some, like, health and power on theirs. Nothing compared to these guys. No. Like, I was constantly pegging you at 20s. <laughs> I killed Wang. I smashed your Wang. Badly, yeah. Badly. Er- early on, yeah. Wang was dead. Wang was, was no more. <laughs> Not coming back. Poor Wang. <laughs> well, I love it when they die and they turn into like that little tiny like angel thing floating up. It's very like Japanese little ghost with the wings on it. Yes. Oh, so isn't it amazing though, and, and this isn't the only game that does this, but like these games that are made in other countries and are obviously aimed at Americans because it's like it's made in Japan, but the team you're trying to be is Team USA and the team you're trying to eventually fight against is Russia. Yeah. Or USSR, I guess, on this. Yeah. Um, and there's like some other game where, God, they were talking about it on on Nintendo Voice Chat, a, a more recent game where it's, uh, oh, like Air of, or Wings Over Lufthansa, or I don't know. It's it's a World War II-ish fighting sh- or flying shoot 'em up type game. And you're fighting against the, 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 um, the Nazis. The Luftwaffe. Yeah, you're against the Nazis and you're Americans, but the game was made in Germany. Go figure. I know. Isn't that weird? That is. That's very odd. But there's no way an American company would ever make a game like that. No. no. Well, no. 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 Then the, the team would get shit on real bad, <laughs> real bad. But like, think of like 1942. 
it's a World War II uh, flying game where you're shooting down Japanese, and it's a Japanese-made game, I believe. I don't know, man. Maybe they just know who the winners are. I mean, are yeah, I, or, I or guess, the, or the market is. But but well, but this game is sold in Japan. It's a Famicom game as well, and I don't know that it's backwards. I think, and I also don't know how much Japan celebrates their side of the war. I mean, they might. I don't know. I, I don't know what their history classes are like over there. I have no idea. That's very odd, though. Yeah, I couldn't see us ever having something like that. No. You know what game I want to get? It's what? kind of on the side. It's an NES game called North versus South. It's a I, Civil War game? Oh, yeah. That is odd. Yes. I want it real bad. It's not overly expensive if I can just stumble across it at the right time. And that's odd. I've, all, I've always considered like that we've never made a game about the Korean War. Cause like anywhere, oh, I guess not. There's Vietnam games, yeah. There's, and there's even like Call of Duty where you play through a lot of Vietnam. It has yeah. like even has like the soundtrack, like Paint It Black. It is, it is like a great Vietnam oh, Paint scene. It Black, the one by uh, Pink it's not No, no, no. It's it's the uh, J- McJagger. Oh, uh, Queen. No. Oh God, someone's very very I'm mad sorry. at you right now. Uh, no. uh, Rolling Stone. Yes, Rolling, Rolling Stone song. You know, I know yeah. that because of Rock Band. That's so bad. <laughs> the I see a red door and I want to paint it black. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah because of that, that game, I think of like Vietnam. Like if I hear paint it black, I think of like kicking down go- doors with a shotgun, like, you know, BDUs with your sleeves cut off. Like, you know, Jesus. Oh man. Yeah. Flamethrowers. It's a great level. It is so good. That game that I don't know if that's black ops one or two, man, that was good. I love Call of Duty games. Yeah. But yeah, no, that wouldn't fly here. But yeah, Vietnam, you know, uh, it's been covered, but Korea never has. And I also think uh, the Civil War, like, I don't know how you'd make a good Civil War game, but there's some very interesting battles, Antietam, stuff like that. Okay, so North and South is about a $40 NES game. That's cool. Is it? Is it cool-looking cartridge? Does uh, it have, like, the two flags or anything on it? No, it's got, like, two guys you'd expect to see in, like, a Bugs Bunny cartoon that's supposed to be that time period oh that's weird. and like their horses like butting heads against each other with swords in their hands oh that's but a you get better. to play as the north or the south yeah i want to say it's like a risk type game ish oh that's kind of cool yeah that's a neat thing you should get that game i will at some point like that's on my list of games that cost a little bit more but i want to have like that and i really want uh sunset riders for the super nintendo but that's pricey that's you like should, you should just get all the nes games and then go super nintendo no, yes. no, because Amy would leave me because I'd be taking up too much room. Like, I would have to do built-in shelves going all I, the way up. I was going to say, look at that wall back there. Can you imagine that covered? I know people can't say it, but there's probably a 14-foot ceiling above us. And, you know, there's about 10 feet of empty space. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you could fit the entire Super Nintendo and NES library up there. That'd be so boss, John. It would be. Yeah. But it would cost a lot of money. And here's the thing, right? So you see these people that do this, right? Every now and again, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of YouTube channels of people that do these things. And I've watched a number of them just because I like to see the stuff they find. Okay. Um, Here's the problem. They do that one. Either they started back in the 90s when these games were like 50 cents a pop. Or they do the crazy finds deal like where they get them at garage sales or they get them at swap meets. And so like, and that's, I don't know about the garage sale scene. I haven't, I haven't jumped into that. Like I need to. So I'll find out 
I don't know, April, June, May, May. I don't yeah, know. Somewhere in there, spring. Yeah. Um, but like the swap meet stuff, like I want to go and check it out, but the reality is there's apparently so many people that do that in this area that I'm I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to build a collection on the cheap. He was just trying to scare you off, John. He wants soul act. He tells everyone that. He tells everyone he doesn't go. Or he says he hasn't been in like a few years to so that one. Yeah. Hasn't been in a few years. Yeah. Um but anyway, like like that's why that's one reason why I will never have a full collection. That I mean, I want the ones I want to play. That's true. You want a playable collection. Yeah. So, and, and right now I'm mostly focusing on Nintendo and Super Nintendo and not, not like the N64 as much and a few Sega because now I can actually play them, but um, not, like I'm not focusing so much on N64 unless I just stumble across the right game. So, and I get this controller, which I actually have pulled up. If you want to hop out of your seat and come around and look at this, this picture, I don't want to turn my screen because it doesn't turn very well. This is a controller I was telling you about. So it's a brand new N64 controller made by it, it it was a kickstarter now here's the cool thing this kickstarter was asking for it was uh i was wondering what just happened to you somewhere it has what it was asking for and what they actually got yeah thirteen thousand dollars is what they were ho- hoping to get and they got one hundred and sixty six thousand. yeah it's because it's an aw- i almost ate it right there yeah you did yeah that's an awesome idea, though. The N64 controller, no offense to people that love it, kind of sucks. Yeah, no, it 100% sucks. And this one has all the same buttons, but it's got where you have the, the two grips that you hold it by. And it's got two Z buttons. Um, So, is it raining? Yeah, it's pouring. Is the old man snoring? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Did he go to bed and bump his head? I wasn't going to go that far. You, you're taking the joke too far, Ben. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I had to kill it. Anyway, that's gonna that that will up my my N sixty four collecting a little bit. Also, the N sixty four games are so much more expensive. Are they really? Generally, that's weird. I would not have thought that. Normally, I think like if you look at all the old Xbox games, cheap as shit. Well, yeah, but they're not cartridges. Or but like N sixty four seems to be, with the exception of of like certain rare or super collectible games. Like the N sixty four seems to be what a lot more people are go for. Like the GameCube even seems to be in like a slump where it's not as collectible as I thought it would be. Now I could be wrong about this. I mean, granted, the GameCube games aren't absurdly cheap for the most part either. A little bit more recent, but uh, I tested out a bunch of those today. I had a guy I work with who wants to sell a bunch and realized that he wanted to make sure they worked first, so he let me take them home to test them out. Oh, that's cool. Are you just yeah. gonna say I'll keep them? Thanks, bro. No, he no, he's letting me keep uh, Resident Evil. So it's a remake of the original Resident Evil on GameCube. I've heard that is the definitive way to play that game. Really? I heard they made it a little bit better and stuff like that. I tried playing it when I was testing it out. Yep. And this, it's still like like it's one of those games where you push forward to walk forward and you push left on the one stick to turn left, but you don't just go in the direction you're pointing. So if it's you're like tank controls, yeah. So if you're uh, facing forward and you want to go left, you have to turn left and then push forward again to go forward. Uh, so getting used to that's going to kill me. Oh yeah. But he also had like Resident Evil Zero. He had Double Dash. He had Melee. And he was going to try to sell these games for like ten bucks a piece. I'm like, whoa, 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 like you realize what these are worth, right? And I'm not. I mean, I like this guy. I'm not going to try to rip him. I was going to say I, I bought Melee for sixty bucks. I know. I know. <laughs> um, that, was, that was a new game. <laughs> Um, 
but but like I'm like like no like these these games are worth more than that. Now some of them aren't. He was gonna sell me Mario Kart Wii for like ten bucks, there and I I thought about it, but I won't ever play it. Why not? Because the Wii one was one of the worst ones. I have fond memories of you know getting the little stupid. Yeah, but you could do that with the Wii U one or even the Switch one. That's true. Like the Wii one was the first one where I think they went away from the balloons or they had the I don't remember it sucked I oh. remember that like it was bad uh, it was the first one with like the car the, the motorcycles and stuff yeah. yeah but overall the Wii one is is probably the worst of all the Mario Kart games the Wii U one is no the Wii one oh. the Wii U one's fine mm. but the Wii one was pretty rough gotcha um, and seeing how I don't have the N64 one right now it's like i don't need to complete a collection with this so I, I probably won't do it but anyway that's not the point that's some random bullshit we talked about yeah um okay so we played some some couch competitive games we did um i was dude i holy crap it is pouring man yeah it is i was pretty convinced after the first round of dodgeball that you were just gonna annihilate me throughout that whole game <laughs> I um, wish. I wish I could have beaten you with the Chinese people. <laughs> with Team China, my bad. There's a you have a Famicom game called like Three Chinese Dudes or something like that. What? Yeah. I've almost bought it a number of times because oh it just God. looks funny and racist. Um Okay. So, but we were kind of talking about like, you know, to try to tie it to in theory what this show maybe is about. I don't know what this show's about. But we talked about like more, more recent couch competitive games, and you know more about that than I do by any means. I mean, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I guess you know the last time I really played like hard like couch competitive was Halo. You know, Halo. Yeah, it was probably one of the last like big ones. Yeah, even like Halo Three. Like me and a buddy named Luke. Oh, look, what a good guy. Yeah, he's kind of a clown, but you know, he was like really athletic. And for a long time, I could whip his ass at Halo, but he loved playing. And then somehow over the like years, he got really good. Did he also get less athletic? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was I was wondering why you pointed out the athleticism part. Well, he was just, you know, he was like a good friend of mine, but he ran cross country, wasn't very good at video games. And then me and him started playing a lot. And he gained 200 pounds. <laughs> I wish. Now the dude's still... <laughs> You can eat whatever he wants. It's Jerk. Unfair. Yeah. No, <laughs> and, asshole. and he has a full head of hair. Yeah, he does. Uh, but yeah, but now he's like really good. So whenever we see each other, we always throw in Halo 3 uh, and play like on the couch. We'll just, you know, 1v1 each other. 1v1 in Halo? Yeah. God, that sounds difficult. <laughs> so if you're ever online, right, and somebody's getting angry, they will scream, 1v1 me, bro. That's what happens. And you'll like go in and you will. You'll 1v1 them. You'll just, you know, put them in the dirt. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. I've done this. Is this kind of like having like a, a shootout in the middle of the streets in an old West Town? Yeah. Or some dude, like if you're like punking him on some map, like, you know, dancing or, you know, like, like, like teabagging his tea corpse. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like, dude, fuck you, man. 1v1, man. You'll like go in. You're just like, all right, I'm going to pub stomp you here too. Like, come on, clown shoes. Let's go. Come on, clown shoes. It turns out it really was Ronald McDonald. So I guess it makes sense. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so I mean that, that's been a thing for a long time. <laughs> well, and I guess also like like um, I guess maybe a little before that though, you had Perfect Dark, and I didn't even think about it, but that and Goldeneye. Oh yeah, Goldeneye was crazy. 
Yeah, that was all couch competitive or floor competitive, I guess, because you had four people and you don't want to squish you all on the couch like that. And mm-hmm. and you, the, they had, you, the controllers were closer to the TV. And, so you sat on the floor, but yeah. Um, like those like fighting games, like we talked about Super Smash Bros. Melee. Like I've told the story before about like, oh yeah, well that's a good example. Yeah, like showing up my buddy's house when he was like asleep on Sunday morning. We were like skipping church. We'd like wake him up just to use his GameCube, and he'd just like stay in bed, and we just like sit in his room and play his GameCube. But because I didn't have one, and he had the only one, and we played Melee. Like that was like our game. He'd he would actually carry his GameCube by the handle. And, yeah, like, bring that's it over how you place. carry one. It's so weird, man. It's so weird it has a handle. So, so to, okay, so and I was thinking about this recently, and you you would be a good person to ask this to, because right now you play a lot of different games. A lot, But yeah. you have certain games you main, oh, as yeah. they say in the gaming world. Thanks, homie. Uh, <laughs> when you were at the time when you were just, just wrecking and stuff, whatever words you want to use for Melee, like, were you just missing out on all the other games out there? No, that was like, that group of people, so... When, when you say I was wrecking melee, the other two guys, I don't know, the three guys I really played with were really good. The one dude, like, he was the one who taught me, like, how to wave dash and stuff like that, which is, you know, just something you have to do our tech. Because melee, you know, it's very odd. I'm kind of going off on a little like, side thing here. There's a lot of built-in systems that are very advanced. If you play the game, you will never see anyone do. But, like, if you land, you can pull a trigger, and your guy will, like, catch himself and throw him back up. And you want that time where you have to land and like get back up because at that point you can be comboed. So if you pull the trigger right when you hit the ground, you tech, and it's like a very advanced technique. I mean, but you would never know that unless somebody told you that it was there. So they built all these systems in a melee uh, that are like that's why the game still gets played, like why there's still melee tournaments, which is bizarre. I mean, are those not in the newer Smash Brothers? No, they took them out because they were too complex because no one used them unless you were playing competitively. Huh. Yeah, that's why, I mean, at Evo, it's only Melee, which, you know, the biggest fighting game tournament in the country held in Las Vegas every year in, like, July or August. It's only Melee. That's the only one that's there because the only one that has those systems that make it competitive. Hmm. Yeah. It's very odd. But, yeah, so the people I played with, I was by far the least of, like, the four people that we played with. I was the bottom tier. Now, would you just shoot them in the head with a Halo gun afterwards? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Because I played Halo 2 religiously. Like, I put more hours into Halo 2 than... Uh, probably more than Destiny, which is embarrassing. Because, you know... But you haven't really been playing Destiny much lately, have you? No. It's because Destiny's have you dead. given up on it? I mean, the expansion came out and I didn't even download it, so... Yeah. No way! Yeah. Oh. Sad, it's, sad, sad it's, music. It's Insert bad. here. But, like, I keep reading their, like, weekly updates. I think it was two weeks ago. I was going to talk to you about this. But they were going to have, like, a stream for their new uh, expansion coming out. Yeah. It's called, like, The Curse of Osiris. Instead, they had to come out, and they, like, published a letter called, like, The State of Destiny 2. Because somebody found out that they were, like, capping your experience per week. so you. Could, oh, I heard something about yeah, that. Yeah, and it was, a, I mean, it was a shit show. Like, the Reddit was like, they're betraying us. Bungie's a bunch of fucking idiots, you know. I mean, it was bad. And, I mean, this community was used to be super positive. Like, there was, like, a fan-sponsored Destiny Con they built through. I don't even know if that's going on now. The podcast used to be super popular. They're not anymore. You know, one of them just stopped making a podcast. Like, the most popular one just stopped. Which one's that? Uh, I think it was just called the Destiny Community Podcast, DCP, maybe. It's kind of a lame name. Yeah. 
No, Planet Destiny. Oh, okay. Planet Destiny. Yeah. That's less of a lame name. Yeah. Fireside but, chat or Fire Team chat still yeah. going. That's IGN one. I don't listen to it. Yeah. I wouldn't write now either. <laughs> Take it though. I know. That's I. I really think that Destiny, like they really, I don't think they knew what made them so popular. They changed it, and now it's just. Yeah. You know. But I mean, can they just like not go back? No, because they left behind Destiny One so entirely that. Unless they remade Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 and like just scrapped all the current systems, I don't so, think they could. Okay. I know we've kind of gone off on a, on a different direction here, but if they make a Destiny 3, will it sell? If they come out yeah, and be like, yes. okay, it, it will you sell. guys love Destiny 1, you hated Destiny 2, we've heard what you said, we're going to screw this up in completely different ways this time, but we're going to give you back some of what you're missing. So I'll tell you. So, so the, the, and it's all it's all hand to hand combat. That's how they screw it up. They don't put any weapons in it. <laughs> only S words. Only S words. So, swords. Yeah. Okay. Uh, For the listener that didn't catch that. So if they were gonna make a Destiny three, right? Okay. And they're like, hey, we're gonna go back to like Destiny one, and we're gonna take those whole systems, we're gonna update the graphics, and we're gonna go forward. I would consider it, but in West, and I, I mean, like I, I do not trust Bungie right now. I am, I'm a little peeved. Really? Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. It feels like a betrayal. I gave them, like, you know, I would buy their, like, nonsense. I would give them money. Like, I have a Destiny, like, Christmas ornament. You know, I have t-shirts. Yeah, I would give them peripheral money. You know, I would give them other money just to, you know, keep making my game. And don't fuck with it. But they fucked with it. And, you know, I even bought, I even bought like, the $100 edition. I bought the special edition. Because I'm like, man, you know, Destiny 2 is coming out. This is going to be great. There's no way they can fuck it. What if, what if they put out an expansion to Destiny 1? I would lose my shit. I would be so, I would be the guy who would like get on YouTube for the first time. I would just scream and rant that this is, this is the second coming of Christ. Here we go. This is it. You know, they saw the light. So, so what you're saying is the, the newest expansion to Destiny 1 is going to be called the Robes and Sandals. Yeah. I would, I would write them a check and send it to them in the mail. Be like, here, cash this. Thank you. <laughs> and they're like, like, well, thanks, but you still got to buy the game. No, no, I, I'd buy the game too. I just sent him like an extra hundred bucks. Like, thank you, dear God. Give me, let my game come back to me. But it, I mean, I walked into Destiny 1 the other day and there was, you know, the tower was full. Like, it still felt like the game was going. There were people playing. There was competitive matches going on. In Destiny 1? Yeah, in Destiny 1. There's still people playing. How's Destiny 2 looking? I don't know. I've been on a long time. <laughs> I was really hoping that's how you were going to answer this. Yeah, you know um, how we are uh, World of Warcraft's looking. Yeah, yeah. Great. Tell me about that one. Oh, I, I was just making a joke. Uh, so there was a new raid that came out. Yeah. So I mean, it is as packed as ever. People, yeah, but you said then you have some kind of problem with something with it, or with you got something you want to talk about with the the new something? Oh, or? I was going to tell you it came out. It's it's cool. It's very. It's the last like. That's a lot of hype for nothing. Yeah, it's the end of the raid. I can tell you about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can say a bunch of words <laughs> that no one understands. Yeah. Uh, so I think the thing I wanted to talk about was you know so we were talking about couch co-op but you know recently I'm playing Call of Duty World War Two online. Yeah, it, which we played couch competitive. We did. That was weird. Yeah, it was. So. Call of Duty has a progression system, right? Sure. And, and I know you don't care about like mm. online progression at all. You aren't going to grind. I'm pretty progressive. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you are. You're so progressive, John. But, 
you know, so all these people are playing this game, and, you know, you have to, like, get all these levels to unlock new guns and stuff. Well, you know, every time I go into a match, there's always, like, five or six people who just aren't doing anything. Just standing there? Well, they're, you know, sniping, or they're laying down, like, shooting, like, walls and shit to not get thrown out of the game, because you have to, like, there's an inactivity feature. Like, so if you're not playing, it will kick you. And are these games where there's a specific task, or is this just that everyone kills everyone? Yeah, no, there's objectives. So I play objective-based game modes. I don't like Team Deathmatch because people play like pansies. So these ones, like, I throw my body at the point with a shotgun. I just, you know, run to the door, and I kill as many people, and then I respawn, and I do it again. Because normally, I am better at killing than everyone else is. So I can I can normally win this. So, so you, you just get a little further each time. Yes, that's, yeah, I'm throwing bodies at the problem, like, you know, the rush. You're letting the bodies hit the floor. Yes. Uh, this is the music reference podcast. It is. But yeah, so I've been seeing a lot of people who have been just like AFKing during these games or doing like stupid stuff. Is there any world you would play in, like if there was a Legend of Zelda MMO or something like that, where you would spend your time just, you know, trying to progress like this? No, it, it sounds boring. Like, what, what do they get out of it? Oh, well, they get, like, you know, the ranks and the levels and prestige, but it's just, like... Just from being in the game at the time? Yeah, you get, like, points of your team, you know. As long as you participate in the game, you get points. Like, you will progress. Okay. So, does that make any sense to you? Like, would you ever... No, it sounds boring and stupid. Yeah, so that was kind of frustrating. Like, like it makes you wonder, what else are they doing at that time? Like, they, they have to be in the room. Yeah. They have to be hitting the button unless they just, like, put a weight on top of it, maybe. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was frustrating me. Even in World of Warcraft, maybe like, they're playing on their Switch. <laughs> they could be. Did you see? So we're gonna, you know, pivot off that because you know that's my little two cents. In Super Mario Odyssey, there was something where you can just completely skip the dark side of the moon. I'm desperately trying to do that. <laughs> yeah. I am. I tried for the first time last night. And it is very difficult to do. I thought about you, but they were like, yeah, you can just skip the whole thing. I'm like... I but have you, you seen how you do that? I have not, no. Okay, so... I don't want to ruin... Okay, so when you get to the final, final thing, it's this really long, drawn thing. And I found out that I was like two steps from being at the end of it. Really? And two steps that I probably would have done okay with. Wow. But I've only, gotten that, I've only gotten that close once, and I did something stupid. Like I was like, oh, I wonder if this will work. It didn't work, and I died. <laughs> Um, but there, so before you get there, there's a frog and you're on the moon and the coolest thing in the world, by the way, is taking over a frog on the moon because you will jump so high. (laughs) So you do this to jump up to the warp pipe that takes you into this series of events. And there is a, one of those like dinosaur things from the water level. Okay. That's down there and you go down you have to watch videos see how this actually works but you go down and basically you swim up to this point next to him and then the water recedes and your frog is still in swim mode but the water is not under him i think is the is where the glitch is okay and then you just kind of like slowly swim and so you start so you swim kind of through this thing and i need to watch some videos to see what i'm doing wrong (laughs) but you kind of swim through this thing and next thing you know you're swimming but there's no water so you can just swim, and if you're standing there, you can look across and see the exit pipe for this whole ordeal. And you just swim across until you get to the end. That's crazy. But apparently it works still. And That's- I really want to do it, because I don't honestly care if I make it through that whole thing of events. I just want to get that end thing. That's why there needs to be achievements in this game. Yeah, well, I mean, there, I mean, 
uh, not only achievements, achievements, but there's moons for doing certain things. Oh, yeah. That's all, you need to be able to show those off, John, that, you know, I did this thing. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't mean much to me. I just want to get 27 more moons so I can unlock the final outfit. Oh. And then I'll just, like, coin grind until I can actually buy the, the last few outfits. Mm. And then I'll be done. I have the most expensive one. I got the, the dry bones. So you're literally like a skeleton of Mario with a hat on. That's cool. Yeah, it's a little creepy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's about all I had. There's one other thing I was going to ask you about. And for the life of me, I cannot think of what it is. Oh, oh, Skyforge. Oh, yeah. Have you downloaded this? I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. I, ha- I haven't had a chance. Next weekend, Sean and Dave want to play it. Let's you should play it. some Skyforge. Have you have you seen what it is? Uh, I talked to Sean a little about it, and I watched a video of it online. Okay, because it's um, like a, erased from the back, like World of Warcraft view. Type. It, like watching the video, I was like, "Oh, this is Ben's kind of thing." I'm gonna hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, did you grab the games with gold? Last ones? Uh, the latest ones? No. Oh, it's like Warhammer. Something, something. I don't know. I didn't. Warhammer it's 40K? like no, but it's in that same world. Oh, that's um, cool. yeah. I didn't seem to care about it actually, so it's the one I haven't grabbed. I forgot what the 361 was, but I started playing. Um, God, what was it? I, I had an Xbox with me yesterday, and I was playing uh, Tales from the Borderland. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, have you played it? Yes. Like, super cool. It is. Like it made me want to play. Board- Sometime you and I need to sit there and play Borderlands Couch because it's a couch co-op game, right? Oh yeah, I mean, me and Garcia played through all that one underway. Great game, fucking awesome. Okay, we need to do that because I think if we were playing it together, you would like it. I would have fun. Oh man, but because the, the world's so too. cool, it is. It is so cool. But like, I tried playing by myself, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> so, all right. Normally, I I remember to try to find a song. Not today. <laughs> um, I did not remember yet. So you talk, tell tell everyone a story for a minute. Tell everyone a story. Um. All right. So, <laughs> uh, in World of Warcraft, there's this thing called the Mage Tower, and what it is is at the end of the expansion, you can go in, you can do a fight by yourself. Uh, you know, it's like a one person boss, and it's extremely hard. But at the end of it, you get like a cool looking weapon and it doesn't give you anything competitively. It just looks cool. So there's really no point in doing it unless you want the weapon. And it's kind of a point of pride. So I went through and I did this and I was, you know, I gave it like 25, 30 tries. I'm going, I'm going. And finally, I figured I'm doing something wrong. I give it, a, you know, five or 10 more tries and I beat it. And I am fucking ecstatic. I have this new thing. It looks cool. Everyone's gonna be like, oh man, you know, that guy did the mage tower. It's dope. Well, turns out you have to turn in the quest, and I didn't know this. So I get out of the, the instance, right, where the, the maid shower is, and I don't have the saying. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I have to message a GM, and, like, this guy who works for Blizzard or, you know, comes down. Yeah. And he's like, hey, man. You comes know, down? Like, does he float down no. in, this, in front of you? <laughs> they used to do that. No, I don't do that anymore. Oh, that would, that would be awesome. Yeah, they used to, like, show up in world. and like they, they, should be, they should be angels and, like, slowly come from the heavens. That'd be dope. No, it's this guy comes in. It was like, hey, man, you know, uh, what's the problem? I'm like, well, I beat the Mage Tower. And I'll be appearing. He's like, yeah, complete the quest. So uh, <laughs> he just like 
dummy and walks off. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? He's like, I should really just reset it for you. I'm like, wait. <laughs> he's like, no, no, I got you. I'll reset it for you. And he was going to like take it all away from me. He's like, no, no, I can reset the quest. It's all right. So I had to like beg him. He was just making jokes the whole time. Oh, dude, that's cruel. So it's neat. It's neat to know that the guys who run, you know, World of Warcraft, you know, the GMs, they have a real sense of humor about it. You know what I would have preferred? What? The story to have been like, you tell him this, he's like, you're supposed to turn in the quest. And he pulls out his like unbeatable sword and just slices you in half and kills you. <laughs> yeah, I know. That would have been amazing. And then uh, your dying words would be, no, in his words, it'd be, start over. <laughs> okay, so do you want a song from Secret of Mana, Advance Wars? Oh, Advance Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know what that is. I played that. I mean, there were some other options, but cool. What are the other options? Sorry. No, no, I'm you don't not, get to hear them now. Damn it, damn it. So this song is called Are, are You Badass? <laughs> Good choice. I think I actually have this album, The Badass Boss uh, Themes Volume 3. Or actually, this, no, this might be the newest Badass Boss Themes. But it's called Are You Badass? From Advance Wars. Enjoy. <laughs> I bring chaos, I bring destruction My iron body is invincible might My heart is dead, I lack compassion I will tell you what it means to fight I love darkness, I love the